like you to tell us uh, uh, your memories of meeting Jen and um, how you, um, because I know there was also the, um, the connection with Sunny, so perhaps you could just give us a few of those milestones, the first time you met Jen to begin with. Okay, so um, essentially what happened is that um, when I had two very good friends uh, in college, and we were all in it, and we got back for our senior year, um, and we all decided that we wanted to uh, do color <laughs> photography. And nobody on the faculty at that point knew <laughs> knew how to do color. And so for like the first, the fall semester, we sort of like, you know, read some books, bought some chemicals and went at it by ourselves. Um, and with <laughs> varying degrees of success. And so uh, going into the, the second semester, um, the, the Jed Devine, who was running the department at that time, um, arranged to have Jan come in. Uh, and, you know, so the first time I'm meeting Jan Goover is, you know, the beginning of the, uh, the spring semester of my senior year in college. And, you know, she, of course, uh, you know, brought us up to speed on like, how to do it, you know, with drum processing back then, which was, the uh, you know, the, the way you did it, you know, because they didn't have a machine processor or anything like that. Um, additionally, I mean, the, the thing was, I mean, it was much more than just learning the technology because, of course, Jan had a very, very strong viewpoint of, um, uh, you know, what, I guess, you know, philosophy of, of, you know, art. And, um, and she was brutal is probably the, the too strong a word, but I mean, she was, you know, very matter of fact about, um, in terms of like, you know, critique the, the classes at that time were like five or six hours long. And they were basically critique classes where you went off during the work and, you know, over the week and did your own work and stuff. And then showed up at class with a bunch of prints that you put up on the wall and let people sort of <laughs> tear them to pieces as it were. And, uh, you know, Jan was pretty emphatic about like, you know, when people were sort of like being lazy or, you know, the, you know, that the, the work wasn't tight enough. Um, and it was sort of, sort of shocking to everybody, but, uh, but, you know, incredibly effective. Um, so that's, that's sort of the beginning of my relationship with Jan. And then, uh, at the end of the year, uh, Jan sort of like, you know, said that, you know, I should, she would like me to show some of my work to a person she knew who was in the gallery business and she set this up and it was, uh, that's when I met Janet actually, who was managing the Robert Friedis gallery at that time. And of course, you know, she was very nice and everything and, uh, was, um, but it, you know, college work. And I remember her like saying like, 
you know, okay, you know, this is all very nice and everything. Let me show you some real work. She pulled out some John Fall color photographs. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I've got a, I got a ways to go. Um, <laughs> it was, it was really sort of put me in my place. Um, and then, you know, after I had graduated, you know, we would, uh, we would, Jan and I would, would meet up. I'd go over to her loft and, you know, she was at that time sort of going back and forth between color and non-silver. Um, you know, that uh, Jed Devine had taught her how to do. And it was a very interesting thing. I remember being, you know, in her studio and, you know, she had a still life set up and she was literally, she was doing a color eight by 10, a non-silver eight by 10. And she had an eight by 10 Polaroid too. She was like doing all three and looking at them and sort of trying to figure out, you know, the nuances of each medium and, you know, how they, you know, what, what worked and what didn't work. It was a, a very curious thing to observe. Now this, uh, can you give us a time frame here? Um, yeah, so uh, this is uh, like, I graduated in 1979. Um, so this is like, you know, 80, 81 um, that I'm, I'm visiting Jan at the studio and, you know, Bruce as well. Um, and then, you know, you sort of fast forward uh Let's see, this is to about like 1986, and Janet and I sort of reconnect and start dating. And then, you know, we would be, you know, we would be guests at, you know, Jan Jan would be at our house, we'd be at her house, you know, and, uh, you know, just socializing. Uh, So when you say Jan, it's both Janet and Jan? Well, Janet, yeah, Janet Borden, my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, do, you, do you refer to her as Jan, or do you call her Janet? I call her Janet. Okay, fine. So I didn't want to get confused here. Yeah, we just fast forward right. to 1986, and then in 1987, Jan Groover had a major retrospective at MoMA. Did you have any idea at that point that she was becoming someone so important in the photography world, other than, of course, with the fact that your wife was doing so much to promote her? Um, well, at that point, actually, Janet, my wife, was not representing Jan. Um, I, uh, where would she have been? Because she went to, like, what was the name of that? Was it Michael Wolf? I don't know. You probably have the yes, biography. Yes, I have that, actually. Yes, I, you no, know, you're right. So, yeah, I mean, because um, she had been, she had been at Sodabend. Sodabend, yeah, exactly. There was a Max right, Protect um, Gallery as well. So your wife started representing her after the MoMA retrospective. Right. I mean, that was it. Was sometime sometime later that uh, uh, Janet began representing Jana um, and tried to. I mean, because we were, I mean, we were married at that point, um, so. I'm trying to think, I mean, we might even have had children by that point, which would put it into the 1990s at some point. Okay, very good. So, um, when did, now just to backtrack, when did Janet open her gallery? Uh, Janet opened her gallery in, 
probably 1988. She had been um, private dealing out of her um, out of her apartment, and then when we got married, uh, that wasn't really <laughs> a workable scenario anymore because I was working evenings at that time, so I was around during the day, and so she. You know, the idea was she was going to get an office, but then the space, she looked at the space and, you know, realized she could have her own gallery. Um, and that's, that's sort of what, you know, the way it sort of played out. It was kind of an organic thing. Um, you know, having the right space appear and stuff. So, uh, yeah, it would have been, I guess, it would have been either like the fall of, 87 or you know, the, probably the, the spring of 88. Okay. Did it come as a surprise to you when um, Jan and Bruce decided to move to France? And, well, it wasn't a surprise. <laughs> there was plenty of warning. There was, there was you, know, there, you know, I don't know. Do you know the story? Uh, um, the they, 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 Yeah. I mean, they, they I mean, they, Big time liberals. I mean, Janet and I are big time liberals too. But I mean, you know, Jan and Bruce were like, you know, they despised Reagan. And you know, when the, the first Georgia, they, they said, I mean, you know, if, if, this, if George Bush gets elected president, we're leaving the country. And you know, a lot of people say that kind of stuff. But you know, <laughs> you know, they were true to their word, and they, they literally picked up and left when. Uh, when the election happened and uh, you know, I mean, everybody, you know, people that knew Jan, you know, a lot of people would say that stuff and then not, not actually do it, but that's <laughs> Jan and Bruce were, were not that way. I mean, if they, they said something like that, they were, they were going to do it and there were no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So yeah, we, we I mean, we knew it was going to happen. Now, uh, I'd like to, uh, uh, I've just had a nice conversation with uh, Laurie Simmons, and one thing that came out of this conversation, which was quite revealing, is that Jan was uh, the total opposite to the image that she projected of herself, uh, i.e. austere, angry, and she said that she was an extraordinarily funny person, very engaging and very generous. Now, how do you recollect, what would your words be to describe Jan? I mean, Jan was uh, Jan was a romantic. Um, you know, it, I mean, she, yeah, the whole formalism thing was, you know, was her art, but her, you know, her personal life, I mean, was was very very different. She was, uh, well, it, you know, she is she was very generous. She was very sentimental. Um, you know, it's uh, in, in, in almost almost to a fault. Um, you know, it's, uh, I think, you know, I, both Jan and Bruce were pretty heavy drinkers. Um, I don't know if that's come out in <laughs> any of your interviews, but, um, you know, she would, and, uh, you know, she would get, you know, very, very often, very sentimental. Um, but she was also always, you know, sort of brutally honest and, you know, didn't like the sugarcoat stuff, even if she, you know, thought it was, you know, would hurt. 
So it's an interesting dynamic. Now, if we were to elaborate on what you've just, the, those wonderful words that you just, just used to, uh, to portray her, if I were to ask you to just choose three adjectives to describe her in a kind of, you know, uh, uh, just three, three words that spring to your mind. Oh, boy. Um, I'm not very good at this kind of, it's like Rorschach test sort of thing. Um, three things I would, I mean, incredibly smart. Um, very generous. And uh, I guess, you know, I would say, again, romantic. How was she as a teacher? She, I mean, that's, I mean, she was, certain people thought that she was very brusque um, because she was brutally honest. Um, I, I found her to be, I mean, you know, great. I mean, you know, it's uh, very insightful. I mean, of course, everything comes back to, you know, to the formalism. And so, uh, you know, from that aspect, uh, there was, it was an interesting time because, you know, you had this kind of rise at, at that particular time. It's when the whole sort of punk new wave thing is coming up and, uh, you know, it's a sort of a different kind of viewpoint. Um, uh, you know, and art was, you know, you've got, you know, Cindy Sherman and stuff like this. It's so that, you know, you've got, uh, a different aspect of photography sort of like coming on board. So there were a lot of people sort of playing around, trying to, trying to get to that, which wasn't necessarily formal, you know, didn't have anything to do with formalism. And, uh, but at the same time, you know, you, you, it's, um, any successful piece of art is got to succeed on a formal level um, in some way, shape or form. Um, just if for no other reason to be visually appealing. So, you know, it's with the balance between sort of, you know, talking about, I, I'm, well, I'm probably not making a lot of sense yeah. here. But, well, let's, um, let's come back to you. At what point did you decide that this wasn't for you? Um, it was, I, you know, I think it was just a, a situation where I didn't feel like I was good enough to get into the business of, of like being in the art world. Um, and of course there's, there's other aspects where, you know, I've had a secondary career in restaurants and then, you know, you have a kid and all of a sudden it's sort of like, you know, well, we, we get medical insurance with this job, and, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, life just kind of takes over. Um, and I don't know, it was, it, it just, 
I've, I've never been sort of a, a person that like the freelance lifestyle has never really been uh, appealing to me. Um, it's sort of not, just not the way I'm wired. 